Yo, what's going on? So, are you related to Ned Flanders, or is that just a uh, just a coincidence? You know what, man? It's funny. It's you're the first person in 26 years of life that's ever asked that question before. That's that was I've never heard that before, not once. Holy hell! <laughs> did you know? Oh, oh, did you know? I'm also related to Tom Brady, and I was in the Brady Bunch. Oh man, no one's no one's ever said that. <laughs> All right. Well, now I'm now I don't believe you. I think somebody has asked you that before. Maybe once or twice or seven thousand fucking times. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! I thought I was being original. <laughs> no, if I'm being a hundred percent honest with you, I thought it was a fake name. I thought you just like picked two random names. And <laughs> I've never. Now I will say this: I've I've genuinely never heard that before. That's actually that is unique. You just hit me with the most common thing I've ever heard. Uh, followed up with something I've never heard. I've no, yeah, Brady Flanders. It's a, it's a real name. That's pretty sick, dude. Yeah, man. It's <laughs> unique. I, I think my mom, my grandma's, you know, my mom's, uh, I think my mom's grandma was Elizabeth Brady. And Flanders, my dad's adopted, but his adopted dad was Irish. And Flanders is, uh, so I don't know. It's a motley crew as to where it came from. Right, like uh, that book, Maul Flanders, probably some relation to that. Yeah, I do I, I do share birthdays, fun fact. I do share birthdays with the guy who created The Simpsons. And what's that lady, uh, you know, the uh, Susan B. Anthony. That's pretty cool. Look at wow, that. Look at you. You're a, you're a woman's rights advocate by proxy. By proxy, yes. You know, Um you know, it's just uh, I've I had a few I I cooked up a few jokes mentally right there. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold back just because I don't want to offend the audience. You know? Yeah, that's that's not. I mean, fuck them. <laughs> that's what I usually. <laughs> oh, dude, it's funny. I listened to your podcast because when you sent I'm me, sorry. Uh, I wanted to uh, uh, do a little bit of market research. You're officially you the first guest to actually listen to the fucking podcast. <laughs> I got real baked, real baked. And I, I just clicked it because I was like, I might as well listen to one. But I think it was just you singing. And uh, my brain was like, wait, was that not you? All right. So this year, if you picked a random episode that came out in the last six months and it wasn't talking, I have taken nothing but submissions from people all over the U.S. promoting their music. So it is. And, and the way I've been doing it, is yeah, I know some musicians and I pulled from my friends and I pulled from the local scene here. I'm in Knoxville, Tennessee, so I pull from there. But when I don't have anybody like lined up, I get on Craigslist and I just hop to a different Craigslist city and post an ad saying podcast taking submissions. And boy, howdy, have I gotten some weird shit. Uh, it's okay. Now I feel better about saying this because the guy, whoever was singing, was not good at all. It was really bad. Uh, yeah, there is there is oh, yeah. some super. I've had some absolute garbage on here, and uh, you know, God bless him though. I it's, love I'm it. Just, I'm laying in my recliner over there, and I'm just like I said, it's like a Thursday night. I'm like 30 minutes from going to bed. I'm like, I'll I'll, I'll knock out one of these, and I, my brain was just like, people are supposed to be talking, man. Why <laughs> what's going on? Why are people singing, man? What's going on? It's great. But Knoxville, dude, you know the big painted rock, right? Painted rock. We are famous for our painted rock yeah, and the I disco think- ball. I have uh, handed out, or how you look at it, harassed uh, thousands of students that have gone to UTK. I used to, I used to be a district manager with Cutco, so we, you've probably gotten a business card from me at some point. We would just go there and um, 
in preparation for our winter break uh, work program and uh, towards the end of the spring semester for summer work. And because, you know, we used to recruit for those two seasons. Uh, and dude, my magic line was, did you get one yet? To get one yet all you gotta do is smile put your hand out and it's just advertisements for summer work but dude i have handed out so many business cards on that campus my head is still spinning did you at least go to a game and watch the balls lose nah dude well i mean i think they're i'm a pro guy not a college guy but i know well i think they're good now they were not good when i know they weren't good and they haven't been good for a while but so, so you're on a boat with a lot of hats right now. Wow, yeah, I'm a man of many hats, dude. No cap, no cap. Fr, fr. On God, on God. What do we got? We got over here. We got, we got a bunch of these. I got. A All bunch right, of what's hats. the website? What you got? It's what big dogs. Look at this Dark. one. You want a little captain's hat? I am the cat. I got a. I'm a man of many hats. I've no, never I don't have seen. A website. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. A, I don't have a website yet. Where are um, you selling the hats? Just out of the back of your boat? No, it's branding. So, because I guess there's one thing I am promoting. It's me uh, at Big Dog Brady Flanders, right? But uh, I don't have anything to pitch. I don't have anything to promote. No businesses, no nothing. But uh, one thing you'll find is if you check out my socials, I've told my videographers this you will never, ever see me in a video without wearing a hat that says dog on it. I'm branding the hell out of the word dog. It is my word, it's not my intellectual property, but I'm going to make it my word. All right. Well, you are up against the University of Georgia. Go dogs. And oh, you. <laughs> so you just made a bunch of hats for yourself. Yeah, that's fucking that's awesome, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome. Well, well the way I because I don't know if you're too familiar with the personal development world, but a lot of these folks like I love Ed Milet. And he's kind of coined max out and power of one more. You got Grant Cardone with 10x, and you've right. got. I know, I know Grant Cardone, unfortunately. If you, yeah, he, he can't drive through South Florida and not see his buildings. But like a lot of these guys have coined a term, a phrase, a word. And for me, I'm like, no one's claimed dog yet. And it's a badass word. It's like, boys will be boys. Like, What's up, dog? And like, it's just a cool word. I'm making it my word. I've got a. Uh, what's that thing called where. Like the D stands for this, the A stands for... Oh, so, an acronym. I've got an acronym for I've I, Every business I've ever owned has dog in it. It's it's my word, baby. D for dog. A for all that dog. W <laughs> for wet dog. G for God dog. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little deeper than that. I can't, you know, I should make a video on that. Now I think about it. Yeah, break it down. Have, have a chart, have a flow chart, like the dentist system, but the dog thing. To demonstrate value yes uh, what's the uh that is a great that's a that's an excellent always sunny uh episode the uh, uh, five star man i'm a five star man <laughs> cheers so what what why don't you want to just be a normal person what made you want to be a a, a personality yeah well the uh well, i was a normal person for well, i've never been a normal person <laughs> i think uh uh Listen, the the odds of us existing, uh, Morgan, are about one in four hundred trillion ish, right? Mm -hmm. You got a million, a billion is a thousand millions, a trillion is a thousand billions. There's about four hundred of those. If you connect all the dots between the odds of one sperm hitting one egg times X amount of gen, all that crazy stuff, and we're on this Earth for an incalculably small amount of time, 
and then we will cease to exist forever. I was not here for billions and, or maybe if you're a Christian, 1200 years or however Joseph Smith works or whatever. I don't know. But for me, like billions of years, I wasn't here and I won't be here for billions of years. I'm here for the tiniest, tiniest, most micro. Oh boy. Was that an appropriate joke? <laughs> no, I'm fu- I'm fucking with you. I have, oh, for the I, I have one for every occasion. Folks, tell me, just pulled out a book of Mormon. As I said, I was like, "Oh my god!" I that was the most leave. useful thing it's ever done for me. No, my my friend is like, "Here, do you're taking this?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not." And he's like, "I'm." Here's an honest to god question: Do you have uh, some L. Ron Hubbard literature, Scientology? No longer. I had Dianetics for oh. a while, but I I left that in California. I have been down that rabbit hole. It's a crazy crap. Anyway, to answer your earlier question, uh, we're all going to die one day and then cease to exist for all eternity. And the idea of being normal and dying as a statistic and not being remembered for something, uh, for some, for good makes my butthole pucker. And well, it's a terrifying thought. How long ago did you turn 26? Feb in February. All right. So, so all right, let's just do a quick thing. 30 times five. Let's buck uh, That's 150. So you've only been alive for about 9,510 days. How did you, did you just do the math on that in real time? I am not that autistic. I am not. I, uh, well, I guess that was, that was a very, that was like, wait a minute. Let me, let's, let's do a fact check for the folks at home. Uh, 26 years in days, according to Google is 9,490 days, but. If you add your months, you know, you, you haven't been alive 10,000 days. Wow. I haven't even hit my 10,000 hours, that, that magical rule or whatever, right? Uh, you That's gotta, you gotta, for mastering a skill. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was just making a joke. It's, it's have, 10, you, have you practiced anything for an hour a day yet since the day you were born? <laughs> I'm getting really good at a uh, scrolling TikTok. I will say that. That's, that's an acquired skill I've picked up. Uh, <laughs> that's wild. The fact that did you call, did you Google that? As I said, there are you actually able to kind of break down some of those numbers in your head? I recently turned 26 as well. And this oh. was the crisis that I, I came into. So I was like, shit, I have only been alive this many days and I've kind of wasted a good amount. I mean, first of all, let's, let's just count the first five years out. You know, you're, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. You I don't walk remember. or use the bathroom or anything. Yeah. What's your, uh, what's your absolute earliest memory that you can? I, I did an exercise like this uh, last week, and I've kind of forgotten already. But what's the the earliest thing in your brain that you can remember? Uh, you know, the inner smartass in me wants to say I woke this morning, but like, uh, truthfully, uh, I do remember being scared shitless of the Sesame Street video where there was like the letter P. And he was like painting and he was like screaming P at you at the screen. I remember like that. Just I didn't like that at all. Pushing P. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. it was pushing. All right. Dude, I remember my, my mom. She said I loved Barney growing up. That was like my show. Tell it. She, and I love Teletubbies, too. I remember she told I, I don't remember like that. What a weird show that was, though. Thinking back. Teletubbies. That's some. That's a trip. That's when the giant purple dinosaur, like, what the hell was it? What, what were they putting on television for young, aspiring minds back in the day? That's bonkers. Do you remember 321 Penguins? 
I do not. I bet you would if you saw pictures of it. If you saw, just like Cyber Chase, you probably don't remember these by name, but if you saw pictures of these things, you Cyber would. Ch- Cyber Chase does ring a very three. I'm going to power of Google folks. Wait, this is an audio, not a visual, right? For your podcast. Correct. Yeah. We don't do the, unless you really want. All right. Uh, no, we're good. Three, two. I was going to say, this is bad podcasting then. Three, two, one penguin, penguin, Google image. No, I am not using my, uh, my, uh, Elgato face cam for this. So I've never, I've never, I can truthfully say I've never seen that TV show. There's not I'm a happy single- for you. Happy There's not a single cell that's firing in my brain that remembers that. That is good. Let's see. What else was I going to ask you? Because you, you you were... Okay, so yeah. It kind of looks like you're you're a big fitness guy, right? You work out at UFIT. I dabble. I, dabble. I can do a couple push-ups, you know? <laughs> I got me a little I got me a little protein shake here. I didn't go to Chipotle. I went to just salad. The fuck uh, is that? Well, it's tricky. There's this little strip plaza in Fort Lauderdale. I don't know if it's a strip plaza. It's 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 like a building with three separate businesses in it. And then like behind it, there's like a Michaels and a Petco. It's like one of those things. But it's got oh, a Chipotle. Yeah, it's got Chipotle, a just salad, and a bole. And Chipotle's the staple. Bole is a little more bougie. They got like pesto noodles and goat cheese and like balsamic tomatoes. Fast. And then just salad is then as the name kind of insinuates. That's I don't know. I, giant I like the steaks. Mix- just giant T-bone steaks. Just a bunch of <laughs> biggest fucking ribeyes in the fucking country. And just salad. Well, they do got protein. They got protein, but yeah, none of that. Uh, can we talk just for a moment how big of a ripoff guacamole? Okay, so all these stupid add-ons. That costs like two forty nine for a topping at whatever place, and then they ask for the tip at the end. Do you? What are your thoughts on the the stupid turnaround screen? What are your thoughts on that? I think the turnaround is so you, you don't have the shame of actually having to tell them no to their face. Um, Sucks. That's why I love Chipotle because those other two establishments do have the turnaround screen, which I hate, and then Chipotle doesn't. But I, I. I always t- I always still if, if my, like tonight my total was like sixteen ninety seven and I tipped a dollar and three cents. I'm like OCD in the sense that I have to round up to the to a dollar. Why don't you, know? you just tip the three cents? Well, th- th- that seems like a little bit of a useless endeavor. Fucking here, oh, you're, I think it'd be more. Di- well, think about it. If you were that employee, would you? <laughs> I think I'd prefer not getting tipped than getting tipped three pennies. <laughs> okay, well, look, just salad pays an average hourly rate of twenty five dollars an hour, according to Google. Oh, you I really want- suck my ass then? I, they, they get, they, I'm never tipping again. It's just fucking salad. What a like, rip off! I swear, Chipotle they make at least sixteen. Like. Uh, Eleven ninety three. Okay, eleven. But see, Tennessee sucks ass because our minimum wage is still seven twenty five. Well, you know, increase your skills. You don't have to get paid seven twenty five. Hey, hey, look, I'm good. I'm chilling <laughs> because you know? b- because of the seven twenty five. Increase your skills. <laughs> Excuse I me, while I just go- <laughs> the minimum wage is not meant to be lived on forever of all for all time and eternity. It's it's a you know. But McDonald's is not a uh, career opportunity unless you want to get into franchising and ownership and all that. But like, if you work at McDonald's as an hourly employee, your upside is to be an hour employee that makes slightly more per hour as an hour. It's not, you know, it's meant to go in. You're using it as a supplement for your income. You pick up skills elsewhere and using it as a stepping stone. You know, 
Now, at least in this this big dog's opinion. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there, but before I unpack this, I want to I want to shift your uh, your thoughts on McDonald's. Hit me Mc- with it. McDonald's is actually the world's most efficient homeless shelter. Think about it. They're they all have Wi-Fi. The employees do not fucking care. Most of them are 24 hours. Everything's pretty standard. Also, if you look at what they advertise on the uh, on the boards, it'll be like, come retire with us. We'll pay for your school. Come, We got benefits starting at 17 an hour. Get paid today. Like pretty attractive for homeless people. It's quite an opportunity. I think all fast food restaurants, you could solve all their problems if you just fill them with homeless people and convicts as far as employees go. People with nothing to lose. And if you're going to McDonald's on a regular basis, like if that's what your diet, like you're not really, you're probably a net negative on society when it's all said and done. Like you don't give a shit. Who the fuck is it? Like really, if you really be real, if you're religiously like, and by the way, I've been there. I can, I can say that because I've been there, you know, but like I, you know, what I, was, I was at a point once in my life where I would go through this is no, not exaggerating. I would go through the Taco Bell line twice, not a day during a shift. <laughs> or like the same employee during the same shift would recognize me. So it's like, you know, I, I agree with you though. I think that's, um, you know, they wouldn't want to do that just from like a, like a, whatever, a, a branding standpoint or whatever. But I think you're right. From a branding standpoint. Yeah, yeah. No, they would never. Well, it's funny. Did you, I don't know if you knew that. I learned this years ago because a lot of these companies and corporations have like one word that they want you to like remember them for. Do you know what McDonald's is? Like the one where when you think McDonald's, you think of this word. Is it supposed to be happy? Family. The fuck? <laughs> you wouldn't think it. They no. spend an ungodly amount of money. When I think of McDonald's, I think of cheap, shitty, frozen food. You know. By the way, this is why I love Chipotle so much. Uh, because I learned this off a podcast a while ago. All these fast food establishments, Wendy's and McDonald's and Taco Bell and whatever, all the food comes in frozen. And then they just kind of reheat it inside the restaurant because they don't trust their employees to use cutlery and it's an added overhead for the business. And yeah, but I never thought of this. Chipotle kind of flipped the game because when you walk into a Chipotle, what do you see in the background? You see folks making guac and flipping chicken and cutting vegetables. And it's like, it's fresh. It's good food. You see it in real time. I love that. I love that restaurant. I wouldn't ever consider McDonald's to be a quote unquote restaurant. I think that's a weird that's a, when folks are like oh my favorite rest like you that's a weird it's a fast food shithole <laughs> it's like, a product I, I, just, I, I take it back i don't consider chipotle to be a restaurant i think no i don't but back when they chipotle. sold beer maybe <laughs> they still sell beer in mine which i think is wild like there's so there's too many high school kids at chipotle for them to sell beer like it's not warranted there's a lot of high school kids that you go away. Oh, hey, you're in Tijuana Flats country, aren't you? I, yeah. I The first time I ever went to Tijuana Flats, it was in, because I lived out of a van for a hot minute, van life. Was that when you were doing your twice a shift Taco Bell trips? No, here's the kicker. That van is nine feet tall. So I could ne- my my two nemesis when I was in van life were uh, parking, parking garages and drive-throughs. I couldn't do either because they was too tall. So actually, I lived a pretty healthy lifestyle uh, with <laughs> doing van life. But um, I lost my train of thought. Wait, well, well we were uh, Chipotle. Uh, 
Tijuana Flats. Tijuana Flats. Tijuana Flats is a great establishment. I they got a hot sauce bar that'll blow your tits off. I love Mexican food. I love Mexican cuisine. I love chips and queso. I love all that stuff. All of it. <laughs> this is I realized that it's a. I when well, the first one I went to, I'm like, wow, what a unique restaurant. This is a great place of business. And I'm like, oh, there's one on every fucking corner. It's just a chain Mexican spot. <laughs> So, so what's the significance of five twenty two fifteen? Was that when you graduated high school, or was that when you hit the Taco Bell twice a day? I'm trying no. to see. Like, were Tacaholics Anonymous was in your future? Well, I got this is my new ink. I just got this new ink today. This is literally from today. Go Dolphins! But, yeah, it's a Dolphins mural again. Terrible podcasting, right? Where I'm describing a tattoo audio, audio visually uh, through audio, right? But no, and, it's a, it's a, it's a. It's a dolphin's mural. So it's got the it's got the old school mid-70s dolphins logo, the classic. It's got a Don Shula looking off into the into the into the, you know, and it's got the two Lombardis. It's just like a mural, essentially, to remember. You know, this one, believe it or not, this is gonna sound a little kooky. Uh if you're laughing at Taco Bell and uh hats, you'll think this is batshit. This is the day. I'm just preparing you. So I'm going to seem like I'm in a cult after this. It's the day you this graduated high school. No, God, no. It was the day that I was contracted to sell Cutco knives, if you can believe it. Okay, so you you have been indoctrinated into the cult of Cutco. I worked there for seven years. I sold four million bucks worth of those suckers. Wow. Yeah. It's it's it, like, but is I, I I really do owe everything, not everything, but a lot that I've accomplished professionally. I do owe to that just because the skills that I learned at a young age were just transcendent in the grand scheme of things. And it means a lot to me. It introduced me to the personal development world. And uh, originally I got it as a reminder to not quit. Like remember when it gets hard, you look down, you're like, fuck, I branded myself. I'm stuck here. And I ended up leaving on my own accord. But um, a lot of people would be like, dude, isn't that like, Aren't you like ashamed? And no, it's a good reminder. You know, it's a. Uh, it was still a great experience for me. So. Well, hey, look, you can do something on five twenty two thirty fifteen to just flip the whole meaning around. You know, wait, that's actually a cheat. I could. Oh wait, five twenty two eighteen. You said. I said thirty fifteen, but sure, you could make it an eight. <laughs> You're right. I could technically. Maybe that's not a. Yeah, maybe. I, I sometimes I like to tell folks. I'm like, yeah, that's the day that I saved the uh, drowning mother and her, and her young child from the frozen lake. It was a very significant day in history. Just Great Tinder. Like, no, if, yeah, that's the thing. If a girl asked me, it's like, oh, yeah, that's the day I started selling knives. Like, that sounds weird as hell. That's not an easy thing to to uh, <laughs> to drop. So, so I'm trying to think, what's your, like, main message? What, like, what, besides the word dog... All right, we're, yeah. we can associate you with the word dog. You're doing a great job at, at taking that. You're doing better than McDonald's is at taking family. Holy <laughs> shit! But oh, Brandon, baby. Well, what's the one thing that you want people to like know you for? What's your message? What's your uh, your your company culture and shit? That's a great question. Um, oh yeah, I got a business degree. You've got a what? I've got a business degree. There you go. Yeah. Um, Squandering it, but it it helps in these situations. (laughs) Well, it's a tough, it's a tough question to answer because I, I I think a lot, I don't want to, 
typecast myself i don't want to push myself too far into a niche like i mean i don't know i i i do think about this though because if, if one day i'm speaking on stages or an or author of a book or whatever it's like you should have a general message that you that you rally behind i don't know i, I sold I four million dollars of cutco knives is that your yeah, TED talk that, that was a thing that i did i think more yeah. significant than that is the type of person i had to become to accomplish that oh I, the, the knives are it, it's it's fucking metal and thermo resin that we sold to soccer moms named linda and karen you know it's it, it's whatever it's it's the the skill sets the traits the characteristics the persistence the grit the the things that i had to be and have to do that that are more important but i i i guess if i had one message it would be you're gonna die and i'm gonna die and everyone that we know, I know a real bright message, but we're all <laughs> going to die. I think it's insane, Morgan, that we live in a society where we don't discuss mortality. Um, we're all going like the think about the little the six or it could be six or six hundred. The little things today that pissed you off, got under your skin, made you a little made your jaw clench and made you a little angry or upset or whatever. Or we just waste days on social media and if you're going to be on social media, follow me. That's important. But like, you know, like mindlessly scrolling and just doing nothing with our fucking lives. And then we look up and we're like, oh, I, I wasted my entire life and now I'm going to die. And I didn't do anything with my time on this earth. I didn't. I, it's like, I think that's a message that I, I like to talk about a lot, you know, maximizing your opportunity. So um, you're you're going to you're devoting your time on this earth to reminding others that they need to do something with the time they have on this earth. Well, who the hell else is doing that, man? Honest <laughs> to God, who is? I, 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 I don't I don't want to become the you're gonna die guy, but actually that's got a pretty good ring to it. Dog, I'm the yeah. you're gonna die dog. The you're gonna the you're gonna die the the you're gonna die guy. I don't know. I I, I like to think that I've got a lot of messages. I like to think that. I cover a broad range of topics, but I think that's something that really um, I tend to fall back on is that that general idea. That's that's a very selfless and very uh, self-aware cause. I, I think there's a I think there's a lot you can do with that. I think there's a lot of people that even if they already know that never hurts to be reminded again. And I, I think you would definitely be a great guy to go out there and and do it to them. Um, is there a medium in which you are going to be found in telling people they're going to die? Like, is this going to be like personal training and you're going to be like just putting plate after plate on people's bars going, you're going to die. <laughs> no, like I said, I, it's not going to be, I, I, I don't want to be the, you're going to die guy. I just think it's, it's, uh, <laughs> I might be, I, I might I take that from you. <laughs> It's a good reminder, you know, because again, we'll think about it. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I have this app on my phone. I heard it from a, a podcast. It's called Croker, I think. Hmm. Every single day I get like five notifications. Maybe croaked. I don't know. It's If you look it up on the app store, it's free. But it sends me five quotes every day uh, related to death in some way, shape, or form, whether it's an Abraham Lincoln quote or whether it's a, a whatever, right? And it's just a grim reminder that we're here for a limited amount of time because i can't remember what the hell the actual society is but there's like some rainforesty mountain nepal type people somewhere on this earth i don't know if i forget the name or where they're from but they have a practice where every single day they remind themselves five times a day about their own mortality and i think that's where the idea for the app came from but 
it's just it's a powerful thing like is it, have you thought about today about your mortality today oh yeah 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 but that's because like okay oh yeah no no like i mean full disclosure i'm a recovering alcoholic so i do a lot of like i've done aa i meditate i have to like just because i'm an ex-addict i have to like do a lot to just be normal so yeah no i don't fear death either do you do you have a fear of death I think I'd be lying if I said, I mean, I, I don't want to die. Like the idea of me, not, I, I don't like, I don't, I embrace, it's one of those things where you can't change it. So you might as well embrace it. All right. It's like the nature of woman, you know, you can't change it. You, you got to embrace it. Right. Uh, there's no point in getting angry about it or start, it, you just, it is what it is. That's Susan B. Uh, Anthony birthday coming but, out right there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like with death, it's like, I, yeah, of course, man. Like it's a scary concept, but I think when you bring light to it, it kind of gets rid of some of that, you know, I think, you know, I think you kind of get an idea of what I'm trying to say here. But. I definitely do. Um, I think everybody is different in the sense of how they're going to come to terms with it. And a lot of us, especially the self unaware are going to live a very panicked and angry, miserable life that's not in alignment with what they want. And so I definitely see the value in, in what your cause is. However, for me, like the part of the reason why I'm not scared of death, and it's not because I put a whole bunch of shit in my body that should have killed me at least 20 times over by now. That's not that. You and um, me both, brother. You and me both. What's actually got it out was like in my process of getting sober, which, you know, you think would not be that much of a process. It's like doing nothing, right? Like, fuck. But no, in my process, I had a couple of dreams that like I, I tend to like have very intense lucid dreams. And one of my more intense lucid dreams dreams i really felt myself coming back into my body when i was waking up and i really didn't want to i was like wait no no <laughs> and i'm like okay fuck so then you realize that I i've said this shit before but like misery is a choice it is your choice to be miserable in, in whatever situation you're in and yes we can always play the man, I had to get up at 5 a.m. I haven't slept in three days and just make it a fucking competition. That's that's what you tend to run into. But I choose not to be miserable on my own accord. And I don't think, I think everybody has the power to choose to not be miserable, no matter what the situation is. And I know there's a lot of fucked up situations out there. So hard, like painting with a broad brush, that's a hot take for you. It's, it's your choice to be miserable, you armless, legless, toothless, tongueless, Human. <laughs> I mean, you, you look at a guy though i can't remember his last name it's like nick santoranaso santoranaso or something like that i mean the guy is in this world uh, you know this personal development world i think he's got one finger and it's like this middle finger stub thing and he's got he's the other arm is gone and he's a, a stump at the waist and this guy's absolutely i mean you, some of the people out there that are stumpless and legless and all that stuff man in other countries man they're they're just happy to have a cool drink of water, man. You know, it's like, but you're right. And it, it, it's related to that. Misery is a choice. The worst part about misery, in my opinion, is that misery loves company. Um, and I think that's why proximity is so important. Who you surround yourself with is so important. Because if you put yourself around, I mean, and I'd love to talk about sobriety and, and, and all that too, because that's, that's an interesting as hell topic to me. I'm sure. It's not interesting to you. I mean, it's, it's a struggle, right? But I'm sure you, talking about it is good, but um, 
Dude, who you? But in on that same in that same vein, if you put yourself around five alcoholics, you will become the sixth. You know, if you put yourself around five negative sacks of shit, you're gonna be the sixth. You put yourself around five positive multimillionaires, odds are more you're on the fast track to becoming the sixth. So, you know, but dude, on sobriety, so I don't know how much how comfortable you are in. in Oh yeah, totally, totally. Open open book. So you're 26 as well. So what kind of led you down the path of coming to that conclusion? Uh, I just, I didn't realize I was an alcoholic, but I thought it was normal. Come on. You, you live in Florida. Come on. The shit that we think is normal. You have to leave Florida to see that it is not normal. It's everyone. It, and I'm not going to go off the topic, but everyone always says this Florida man. Florida is interesting. for sure. It's it, it, it just think about all the people that are moving here. It just attracts everybody. And when you when attract everybody, there's a large population of everybody that's a little batshit. You know what I mean? Now, that being said, it's a little, it's a kooky state for sure, but it's not like we don't have dudes wrestling alligators in the street and fucking, you know, it's like this guy making moonshine. It's, it's a regular fucking state, you know? You say that, but it's just like, it's, it's the little things like explaining heat lightning and love bugs to people and like yeah. that and all the thousands of bugs that will just come and kill you at any point. They all have you as the target. Well, and also the love of Jimmy Buffett leaving Florida. Nobody else cares about Jimmy Buffett as much as they do in that state. That, that state is keeping that man alive. It's that one song he did with Zach, uh, the chicken fried guy, uh, Oh, now I know oh, how no, Jimmy Buffett oh, feels. <laughs> wrote a note, said be back in a minute. That guy, that song. I think is, is that Jimmy Buffett? He's the yeah. Margarita, right? Yeah, he's Margarita. How Forever Feels by Kenny Chesney. Is that what you're thinking of? Or no, it's, who's the guy that wrote uh, the Chicken Fried? That's uh, Zach Brown, I think. Zach Brown. Type in Zach Brown, Jimmy Buffett. That song. It's, Knee it's, Deep. That's one of my favorite songs, man. Knee Deep. I yeah. love that song. It's a well, tremendous song. Anyways, what really sobriety, did it, sobriety. Sorry, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What really did it was just like realizing that other people haven't had the experiences I have when it came to drinking, and most of my drinking was underage. I started at like eleven, like a pretty damn young age. So, uh, and like, okay, I, I saw the face, but like, I wasn't eleven years old waking up at nine a.m. grabbing a fifth of whiskey, going fuck sixth grade. Like it wasn't that bad. Yeah, but I, got <laughs> I, I would say the thing was I was doing like everything. I haven't done meth. Never done meth. Still proud of that i'm from florida and have never done meth that's a small club to be in <laughs> sorry that'd i be that'd, be, that'd be that'd be pretty messed up wouldn't it that'd be extremely messed up um <laughs> but yeah it was 24 25 26 where not only genetics were kicking in but just like realizing that social situations i was the bridge burner i was the one causing the problems and then like it was more of a act of taking accountability than it was like like i'm gonna stop drinking because like drinking was only like what i was using to live with my own shittiness and it's all on my podcast like you can hear the whole depths of my alcoholism in this thing if you go down hard enough oh man i took this thing to so i've been like there was one interview i did where i was actually like snorting cocaine while talking to the guy and i'm like yep great time Oh my gosh, man. Well, from 11 though, that's a fascinating. Cause I mean, I remember I, I, my first illegal, my first drink was, I, I was probably, 
I don't know, 16 or 17. And I, I grabbed a Coca-Cola and my grandparents had like a, I think it was Admiral Jack. It wasn't even Captain Morgan. It was the fucking Kmart <laughs> brand or whatever. And I just poured a little bit in because I was like, oh, this rum and Coke thing. And, but like, I, I struggle with it. I don't necessarily struggle with, with alcohol, but I struggle with the concept of alcoholism, I guess. And I don't know if you get sensitive or touchy on the topic, but, um, cause my um, mom, is a, my mom is a big time big time alcoholic. And I grew up in, um, in a, I don't want to say I, I grew up with a home and water, but like, it was, a, it was, a, it was tough at times, you know, like she would come home from work and start drinking and, you know, and she's got way worse stories than I could ever tell, but she, my fam, my entire family comes from a long lineage of, it was just growing up any family activity we went to whether it was my aunt carol's birthday or it was christmas we were there was always alcohol involved our family was always like hey there's a keg in the fridge can you fill this up for me kid and i'd go run to the i'd grab him a beer right and mm-hmm. my mom when she was growing up she would take that coke sleeve or she'd take the empty coke can and fill it with beer and you know everyone you know but i struggle with the concept of alcoholism because like my mom loves to claim that it's a disease and i don't know what your thoughts are on that but i think that that's a crock of shit personally it's because a hot take for sure. It is. And it, it's very divided. It I, is. It is. We can have a playful discussion. It's like, I, it's a, it's a crazy concept to me because I personally believe that, that it's a matter of discipline. Now that being said though, I also have the understanding that through personal experience that like I am most certainly predisposed to have an issue with alcohol. And at times I have abused substances. And for me, it's like, if I'm in the wrong environment and I have one beer, well, that leads to three beers and three beers leads to, well, maybe we can get a bag somewhere. And from there it's, you know, a guy, you can fill in the rest of those. You don't need to self-incriminate. <laughs> no, no, but you can, you can connect the dots. You know yeah. what I mean? And no. So I, 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 I'm at the point now in my life where I like to drink socially. If I go out on a date or if I'm with a friend, I'll have a beer at dinner, I'll have a glass of wine, but I just have to be careful. But at the end of the day, I believe it comes down to discipline. I think, to call it a disease is a little bit of a cop out because like I, t- I tell my mom all the time, I'm like, you can have two. She's <laughs> like, no, you don't understand. If I have two, I have to have 14. Like mom, your brain, you have the power to override your brain. I know it's a challenge. It's a struggle. It's difficult, but you have power over yourself at the end of the day, you know? So before, before I get into it, I do want to say like, it's shit like this, that where I do find my reasons to live of just like that being there for somebody else who needs it, where you can find what your life purpose is, is using your own life experience to kind of plug in where, cause there's so, it, there is a need, especially in this kind of shit. Um, that being said, I'm not of the disease like look at it. Cause there's so many ways to look at addiction as a whole. Like if you just look at addiction, right. There's the cognitive behavioral therapy approach, right? That the logically you can talk your way out of it. And it's usually due to trauma, right? It's due to trauma and neglect of sorts. And you could take the AA approach, which is the spiritual approach, which is where it does get into the disease. And the, uh, the symptoms of the disease are acting restless, irritable, and discontent. And so many things on the disease method in my opinion are just like human nature and being human. And there's a a lot of like one thing that AA likes to claim is that uh, 
alcoholism and addiction, but alcoholism is where uh, our instincts get out of whack, where like it's just like an imbalance of our own instincts. Something like that we used to use for self-preservation as a kid has just grown so out of proportion. Um, and alcohol is the symptom of all these traumas. Um, everybody is different. There are people that can like, like for me, for example, I, I've never been to jail. I've never gotten into UI. Totally should have totally should have, but no self-incriminate. But I, what drew it for me was I was like, I got a 1.6 GPA. I started college late. So I ended up getting like a 1.6 GPA, having to pay a bunch of money, got on academic probation and shit. And I was like, okay, what I'm doing isn't working. Let me figure it out. But like from there, I can drink one beer and not drink another. Like right now I could go grab one. I don't have one to grab because as I started doing my own self work and like facing the fucking shit that I've done in life and having to mend the fences and having to like get myself back to a point where I can like look the world in the eye again, mm-hmm. my reasons to drink had slowly just gone away and gone away. And then there's like the only times I've gone out drinking this year, which I've only drank for the last from June 1st to last Sunday and the old, and I didn't drink every day in that period. Those were just the times I was allowed by myself. Um, only times I drank were going out with friends. It was all bar hopping. It was all like, in. it wasn't the sad self-destructive drinking that I used to do. So yeah, I, I don't think you can say that like, it's just as simple as like, I can have like, come on, look at Oreos, bro. Have you ever eaten one fucking Oreo? God, that, no, dude, that's a, yeah, it's fucking, it's, it, for me, it's all or nothing when it comes to Oreos. Anyone sitting eating one Oreo is a fucking lunatic. But do you think you have a disease now that you're, you're afflicted with the Oreo no, I, disease? I, no, I, I can see where you're coming from. I, like I said, it's a complex, it's a complex issue. I, now that being said though, I cannot, and you can't, cannot, and no one can argue with the results that AA does get though. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, no, it's a very. There's a reason it works. Yes, when what, however, and whatever the hell they're doing, they're doing something that that's <laughs> uh, garnering results. I think it's a, you know, I, the the steps. I think surrendering yourself. I think some of it's a little out there, but fuck, man, if it works for you, it works. So you know where you can find the steps in a non-AA context? The Matrix. Watch the first Matrix movie. All the twelve steps are in there. It's like it's kind of like a Joseph Campbell kind of thing. Um. Oh, if you want to talk about like an app that's like really good for just like brain stuff, uh, there's this guy. His name is Sag Guru. Have you heard of him? Yeah. Oh no 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 no. I'm thinking of uh, I'm thinking of God uh, God Sod. Everybody, that's a totally different guy. Oh, is he is he your gardener? No, he's a. I just, he's wait what gardener? God Sod. God's God. Well, is there like a pun in there? I'm not understanding. Wait a minute, God. I, he's on Joe Rogan. God, oh God, sod, God, sod. There we go. That's good. But um, <laughs> well, Sad Guru has an app. I I used to, so when it came to like spiritually, like I don't know, spiritual pedestrianism. I would be like, hey, so do you have the CoStar app yet? And then would like get people to download the CoStar. I I got all. All the bitches on CoStar. And by all, I mean all three of them. My ex, that one weird lady who hit on me from the voting booth. 
She was a poll yeah. worker and she remembered my name and stalked me on LinkedIn. That's classy. And that other crazy chick that I gave my phone number to once and haven't seen in five years, but still text me on my birthday. Weird. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Those that's who I have on CoStar. But then I got off of CoStar because it was getting weird. And so, so what is CoStar? Is it kind of like a sponsoring app? Is it kind of like a AI way, uh, AI? It might still coming through clear, by the way. I just got a little, your internet is unstable. I don't know if I'm breaking up or... You're doing well so far. Okay, perfect. For being Excellent. on a boat right now, you're doing great. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, CoStar. What's, what's the, what, uh... AI uh, horoscope. So it does your star charts and then it gives you like weird... And like sometimes it's uncanny weird. And like if you add your friends, it'll tell you shit about your friends too. And like daily it updates... So it's it's, cool. it's worth a laugh if you haven't experienced it, but the Sad Guru app is way more intense because he's just like straight up. He'll just tell you like in the app, "Hey, chew your food twenty times before you fucking swallow it. Digestion starts in the mouth." And I'm like, "The fuck? Yeah. What is this guy on?" <laughs> well, dude, I think for for me, I mean, because I mean, you could go, you could break down all the philosophies. For me, it's like I always ask myself: Is the activity that I'm doing right now getting closer to? or farther away from where I want to be. And I just, I look at it logistically. I'm a very logistical reason-based guy. And I'm like, is, and that's the reason, that's how, that's the big reason why I, I initially uh, transitioned from drinking to smoking, because I was like, I don't want to keep consuming these calories, right? It's just, it's just, it's just endless, <laughs> empty, bad calories, which if you're a real health-centric guy, maybe that, maybe that's an approach that works. But then I started, unfortunately, abusing that. Um, cause it has a numbing effect, you know, and mm -hmm. I, it, I, I, but what I found is I have a general rule for myself. I will drink or take part in recreational activities or whatever. in two circumstances, smoking specifically, I'll do it right before bed just cause it's, you know, it's nice or I'll do it when I'm with someone, but I'm, I'm not a lot. I, I don't, I don't, I don't smoke now every once in a while. Like if I'm out for a walk or something like that there in the, in the woods, and I'm doing an active activity. That's fine. But if I find myself with idle hands in an environment where I'm by myself, where the door is closed, I don't, I don't partake just because I, I know me and I know I'll tend to find myself isolating and I'll find myself to get into that hole, you know, and that, that's not something we, uh, it's a bad place to be, you know, it's not a hole you want to be in. No. I, I want to be in a lot of holes. I don't want to be in that hole. You know, that's that a bad hole. That's so <laughs> curious, where? So where do you want to be? I think that's what what all of my questions have alluded to. Especially when you're like, you know, you you do something as a stepping stone to the next thing. What's the next thing for you? What what's Brady? Well, I asked, I, what's yeah, Flanders I, I get, look like? I, I, get, I get asked that a lot. Uh, I was just talking, I don't mean a lot. I'm not saying people are stopping me in the fucking street and asking me, you know, I've got a, you know, if you want to be lucky, no follower number like 218, you can, you can, I'm not, I'm not there yet. No, but, just you wait, uh, I'll stop by just salad and yeah. <laughs> I'll stop you in the, I'll stop you in the street. But I, I was just talking with, with a guy in the, you know, I go, I go to this cold plunge sauna place that breath work and all that. And I was talking with a guy in the sauna about, you know, he was like, what's the end goal? And I don't know. I, 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 I genuinely don't know. I, I do fair. know this, though. I want to have an impact. I want to leave this world better than I found it. Mm. I want to serve people. I want to help people. Mm. I want to empower people to think bigger, do bigger, be bigger. Mm. Um, I want to lift people up. I think we live in times where it's so easy. Here's what I'd say. It's 
easy to hurt people. It's yeah. easy to tear people down. Yeah, I think it it's to, to do the opposite and be intentional about that activity. You know, I, I guess the end goal, here's, here's my answer for you. I, this is, I think this sums it up. I do want to have a net positive on the world. Um, you know, I don't really care about the, 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 the follower count and the, the content. It's a means to an end, you know, it's exposure. Cause that's the goal. The, the goal is exposure to get the message along. I want to impact the world around me right now. That world is, it might be four people right now. It's you, right? But one day I would love for that world to be a lot bigger than that. You know, I, mean, I want to impact at scale. And obviously, I mean, there's benefits to, that come from that selfishly, like status and recognition and money and businesses. I mean, that's cool and fine and dandy. That doesn't really light me up though. Um, I, I, I'm in this for the right reasons. I can truthfully say that. And I know there's a shitload of people who can't say that. I know what my intent is. It's pure. <laughs> it's good. I make the mistake sometimes of thinking everyone thinks that way. They fucking don't. No, they don't. Um, and that's a long winded answer to uh an easy it's a, to a short question but i don't know man no. i just i'm uh, just trying to do some good there's literally nothing wrong with not knowing I, i'm in the same boat and like half of it is because i've already like especially this podcast for example a lot of these things i've just started and i've just they've kept doing it and like especially with the podcast every time i'm ready to quit Every time I'm ready to be like, you know what? Fuck this. What am I doing this for? My email fucking inbox will light up and I'll get somebody or like somebody will call me and be like, hey, I heard your podcast. Can I get on? And I'm like, the fuck? We're, we have like 20. What? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, it keeps pulling me to do it. So like I was like, fine, I guess I'll like it. Like there's there's one episode where like I, I've really not. I've been so hands off at calling myself a podcaster because. Yeah. I am more of a music guy, and which is funny. You're like, dude, your audio sucks. Audio production guy, my ass. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's because we had all the equipment. We we're like, okay, everybody else has a podcast. Let's just do it. And then, like, I don't know. My friend was like, come on, you want me undies? Come on, you got to be the me undies guy. If you want to be plugging <laughs> me undies, this is what you got to do. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Well, dude, I, I I love it, man. I mean, there's so many people. Like, let me ask you this: What is your uh, motivation? Like, how did you? I mean, everyone knows three white guys that go, "Well, oh, we should start a podcast, bro." Like, I mean, that's ever and that's fucking that's half of America. But what made you get started? And if it wasn't for a really good reason, it just happened for happenstance. Why do you keep doing? What is your message to to the world, man? So this was this was the big secret that uh, it's me and an Indian guy. So it's yeah. not just two. Uh, so we can say some <laughs> slurs. <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. I love but, curry, man. I love curry. It's delicious. You know, we, <laughs> we started right out of high school, so like 2016, and oh, wow. yeah, and then we were we didn't really. I wanted to talk about politics because that was I don't know about you, but like you lived through 2016. Do you remember it well? Well, I remember it very well. Yes. The weirdest fucking year on the planet. It had like, I don't think any of the Trump years, I don't even think COVID holds a candle to just how weird 2016 was. When I think of 2016, I think of that one clip of the, uh, the infamous clip of the uh, woman who fell to her knees, just no, nah! oh, like that's the one clip that comes. It's just like, that was the state of America. Everything was just crazy. The, the clowns, the clowns, sightings of people oh, i forgot about the clowns Dude, oh 2016 God. was just the wildest fucking year but 
So that was when we started because I was like, cool, I'll talk about politics because there's a shitload to talk about right now. And then yeah. I, I, we had a third friend who was our white SoundCloud rapper, Florida guy, who was like very <laughs> typical, someone you'd see in a Florida neighborhood being your white SoundCloud rapper kid. Uh, and he wanted to yeah. do wrestling reviews. So that's where it started with wrestling reviews, topics, and politics. But we fucked up because we forgot that people don't know who we are, so they don't really care. And it was just kind of boring. <laughs> I love it, man. So, I mean, it's like it started off just for funsies. But, I mean, that, dude, that's seven plus years. I mean, I yeah. don't know how consistent. I don't know if you took like a, a year or two. I mean, like, yeah. but you, you've consistently podcast for, for that period of time. Well, so we recorded some, but I've had to delete a lot because uh, the things that you could say in 2016, you still can't necessarily say in 2023. Uh, the, uh, the the climate changed a little bit. So especially us being like fresh out of high school teenagers. Oh, dude, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I lost a bunch of episodes. I also took down a bunch of episodes. I had to edit a bunch of episodes. So we really restarted everything in COVID 2020. October 2020 was when we came back. And so I've spent most of my time with this, making sure the backlog is like there and hygienic. And so then the message was we were doing stories where I was making up absolutely insane stories, but like still kind of within the realm of reality. Cause I've had a pretty crazy life as you've probably had a pretty, pretty crazy life yourself. So like, I'm the, I'm the guy in the friend group that like, I could tell you something that happened to me over the weekend and it's borderline unbelievable. But because you know me and you've seen this shit happen to me, they're like, Oh Jesus, you, you struck again. So I told that line a little bit with the podcast and then I was like, okay, fuck it. And then we were just kind of like back and forth. Then we used our real lives. We had nice real life things happen. But like, I really lean into the music more as far as what I do. And I thought a better way to connect with people and also just less effort because the interviews, they, they drive me nuts. You're my second interview today, believe it or not. Really? Wow. Yeah, oh, my yeah. My second place or first place? Give me oh, no. Rate. I haven't talked to any of them as long as I've talked to you. you you're winning right now. Let's go, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'll, so, prom- I'll promote the hell out of this to, as, as best I can. Like, what's, so what's the end goal? I mean, do, do you, do you want to do a hybrid of, of music or, I mean, do you want to do the interviews? I mean, what, what, what kind of lights your flame, I guess? What's the, 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 the theme? If you, again, you don't have to boil it down to the, to a specific, one specific thing, but like, you know, where do you see it going? Truthfully, I still don't know. That's um, fair, fair. Yeah. The uh, the ideal I originally had was to just be able to do this with live streams because, like, this is so much of like editing for me on the back end. Like, there's so many like uploadings and shit that I'm like, this is not worth the time. As far as like, if we're if we're measuring nets, this is a net negative. It's 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 a fun thing, but it's a net negative. So I I, I was thinking YouTube lives for a while or Twitch or something, but like. I don't know. I I also play the game a little bit differently. Like I because you're my second one today, I try and do them all in one period and then always be posting retroactively. Mm-hmm. So it's just le- again less work for me, but yeah, truthfully, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping we just kind of like it figures itself out out of like yeah. just doing it long enough. 
Well, I got to commend you, man, for, for pumping the well. I mean, it's like most people, most people out there probably have aspirations to start a podcast. They have aspirations to, to do X, Y, and Z, but like you're doing it. You know what I mean? And it doesn't have to be perfect. My first YouTube video that I put out, by the way, check, that's one thing I guess I can promote. Check me out on YouTube. Just big dog Brady Flanders on everything. But I post all my long form content on YouTube. My first video that we put out is night and fucking day compared to what we're putting out now. And I've only been doing it for a few months. So mm-hmm. it's like, just got to keep pumping the well, man. It'll you figure you right. It'll figure it's, it'll figure it itself out. Oh, you did the same thing I did with the full fucking all caps clickbaity titles. Yep. Well, the thing is, with my clickbaity titles, I um, I do it more so ironically, I guess. Like, I couldn't cause tell because I, I was like, maybe you have like Napoleon syndrome and you do think you have the biggest muscles in the world, but you do look pretty. No, uh, dude, you don't look that big. Up. Well, I don't want to give. Actually, maybe I shouldn't give. Maybe I should leave it up to leave it up to the folks at home. No, it's a fucking gag. It's a joke. Like I joke like oh, I'm an influencer for the influencers. I'm the strongest man in America. It's just a humor thing for me, you know. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, yeah, I did the. All right, cool. It's funny how we're kind of like doing the same thing here. I will yeah. say this: the podcast is to direct things back to my music thing more than it is about the podcast being itself this is a very secondary i'm a lot more relaxed i mean i changed the name to how bored are you because and i'll tell you why so i the original name of this podcast was hashtag not soft not so yeah because that's still the picture on your apple uh that didn't update fucking apple Apple (laughs) everybody else got how bored are you but apple still thinks we're hashtag not soft and the, the problem is if you look up hashtag not soft anywhere, you're going to get a lot of gay porn. <laughs> and you're going to get yeah, a lot dude. of guys dressed like me who kind of look like me. Oh, boy. Yeah, you're <laughs> in your really, search results that are really not me. Good. I've never acted in a porno. I was like, go. okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> never seen him in the same place at the same time right we can know well dude yeah you definitely that's a bad that's a rough thing to typecast you like accidentally get funneled into is uh, the gay point <laughs> that's good I it was it. youtube that did it it was youtube that brought my attention to it and then it like it just hit me like a ton of bricks i'm like no shit of course that's why nobody's fucking looking this up <laughs> well dude I, I i i send me as many clips as you want i'm happy to uh, to promote this thing man tell tell the folks at home about it and um you know, I'd have I'd love to have you on mine as well at some point. We can of talk course, I was gonna say you have to have a podcast by now, right? Well, I just call mine raw dogging. Um, raw dogging. It's like a which I, it's funny. It's a sex word, uh, but it's twofold. I don't do any editing from start to like when I hit record on Zoom. I usually call my guest and they're like, "What's the meeting passcode?" I'm like, "All right, let me send it to you." It's usually three to four minutes of just like figuring out the bullshit. It's just no editing. The quality's terrible. It, the audio's bad. It's, it's, we're just <laughs> we're, we're raw dogging, you know. But for me, I don't know, man. One day, maybe I'll get like a studio. But for now, like my mentality with my podcast is, I just want to get a hundred swings in the batting cage before I even look up. You know, right, I, right, yeah. I've heard this theory yeah, before. Just knock out a. I'm not even. A, I, I'm. I'm not even. I'm less than a novice until I hit a hundred in my eyes. Okay, so this, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not giving you unsolicited advice. I'm just going to tell you what really worked for me. Yeah. I I am a shit poster. I, I <laughs> am a, I'm a, no shame. I think shit posts are funny. We grew up in the YouTube poop era. Like, come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, 
I have made a video that has 772 views and like 13, 14 comments, like within like less than two hours. And I made a compilation of the review bra going, hello, everyone from like 15 different videos, but it's just <laughs> hello, everyone cut, cut, cut <laughs> over and over again, 700 views in like less than three hours because I just, I, the algorithm smiled on me that day. I've had, yeah. I have a couple other shit posts on here that just like algorithm smiled. On. I got one where I took an old 70s song and sped it up on my, on my record player. And it kind of sounds like Dolly Parton's voice. And so I put yeah. a picture of Dolly Parton's, you know, and you can kind of see her large tits. And then I, I put the name of the song, but her name on it. That got like 600 views in no time. So it it's the occasional weird left field thing that comes out of nowhere is that really rocks the boat. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like I, I do like some of my best. my Like I got a video once I got like 7000 views and it's me because I own a swimming pool cleaning company. And like I just threw like a one of those tablet holder floater things i just threw it in the air and i whistled as it fell down and it gets like set it's like what the f how the fuck did that but then i'll post the most inspiring motivating deeply educational most value added it's like fucking like, algorithms like oh fuck here's 12 eyeballs fuck you i'm like come on man work with it but like the way i look at it is i gotta keep pumping the well i gotta keep putting the work in the person in this work like i could, could be i could go out and do TikTok dances I could go out and do Walmart pranks and sure I could explode. This world's a little different. You know, it's a slow burn. You got to keep pumping the well. And um, there's also a little more dignity in this side of things. I, I, I would also agree. Yes. Nobody in social media is chasing dignity right now. Nobody's really trying to preserve themselves. And the guys that are really getting the views end up on cringe chub and they're just, <laughs> it's disturbing. Yeah, man. I don't know. Well, again, we go back to net positive and it's like that I, I would love to, I want to help people think bigger. Do I want, I want people to think a little bit. There's that one guy who makes the, you know, YouTube shorts users and in, in, in three years or whatever, I, he's on TikTok. He cracks me up, but it's like, I want to help folks think a little self. We, 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 I think we've mentioned self-awareness uh, four <laughs> or five times. Like just, I think that's an important thing. I don't think most people have it. And, you know, if I if I can introduce concepts to people, um, I don't necessarily. I, I I I'm happy if I lead the horse to water. I guess you know I'm never going to make some. I'm never going to make the horse drink. But if I can, you know, if I can introduce an idea to someone that helps them change things for their life for the better, I mean that's that's a W. I'll take it. You know? Well, big dog Brady Flanders. Is there anything I didn't ask you that you wish I asked you? Is there any you want to remind everybody of what your Venmo is so they can donate you? Some <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I guess I, mean, I got no. Just it's at Big Dog Brady Flanders. D A W G uh, B R A D Y Ned Flanders. Like no relation to no, Ned Flanders. Hi, diddly ho, neighborino. You know, I'm so oh, sorry no you have relate. to say that. <laughs> well it's been a pleasure man this has been a lot of fun and like i said i'll get you on mine it's yeah. it's the same con it's just zoom it's just bullshitting and talking and you know we'll talk music we didn't really cover any fucking music today so we'll cover that I, i'm good uh, at that i'm good i'm good at not talking about music with people unless they're like in the industry yeah. and then i won't talk about music with them i'll just talk about how everybody's a lying sack of shit it's great I oh i won't do that i don't i don't name drop i just generally be like so have you heard of a guy named Smarvy Smimestein? <laughs> what a sack of shit. 
That's a, yeah, that's a, <laughs> and, and I tell you, what, if you ever run, because I know you, um, but last question, how the hell did you get involved with that? Um, it's like that newsletter, uh, something or other. And I don't even think, I don't, if I remember correctly, I didn't even fill that out. Oh, no, I think I did. But I also reached out to you um, on social. I'll, I'll tell you 100%. I have no fucking idea. Uh, well, you popped up. I get, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once a year, they send me an email to feature the podcast on their email. So maybe, maybe go on that website and see if there's just like a form to fill out. But I have absolutely no clue why they feature mine. But once a year, they do. And like, I do it like a wow. draft pick. So every year I pull up the form and I call my co-host who's not here, that sack of shit. And we, um, <laughs> we, we read down the list of names and some people write me fucking essays and I don't pick them for the most part. Cause it's just like yeah. intense. Um, I, I recommend listening to the most recent draft pick. If you want to hear the kind of submissions and other podcasters we get this year's was good. Last year's was horrible because it was like a, just a flood of self-published Amazon authors. And really? oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you, what, if you ever in your in your pursuit, because I mean, uh, it sounds like you've got some stuff lined up. If you ever run across a guest that's got a good message, that's inspiring, is a good conversationalist, dude. Send oh, that my yeah. way. well, man. I do. Oh, happy. yeah. I, I've already got four you could use. They're great. I love it, man. It's fantastic. So I, I think we'll have a good relationship moving forward, man. I think we're both growing in this sphere. You've got more experience in the podcast. I'm, I, I'm excited to, to grow alongside with you. You know, I think this is going to be fun. I, I also can't wait. I'll, I'll see you at Just Salads. <laughs>